Welcome to the Cedar Grove Church Podcast. Once again, we are so thankful for you guys and um, just your desire to grow in the Word of God. And and I just imagine how and when and where (laughs) you're listening to the podcast. Are you driving on your commute to work? Are you washing dishes like me whenever I like to listen to podcasts or what you're doing? But we're happy you're here with us once again. This message this week is from Pastor Monty, and he's sharing um on an awesome word titled Hosanna. We just celebrated Palm Sunday um, the week before Easter Resurrection Day and um, this is just a great reminder. And so we just hope and pray that you and your family are doing well, that um, you have an awesome Easter and uh, look forward to all that God is doing in your lives. So once again, thank you guys for your support. We love y'all. Greetings, saints of God. This is Pastor Monty Lester, the senior pastor of the Cedar Grove Church located right here in beautiful Murfreesboro, Tennessee. And once again, we welcome you into our cyber sanctuary. We look forward to worshiping with you, our online church family. And we thank you once again for joining us today. Uh, As a matter of fact, this is Palm Sunday. Yes, this is the Sunday uh, leading up to Easter, Holy Week, uh, that sacred week. And we thank God for what's getting ready to take place. Next week is Easter. Yes. Uh, our Easter Sunday service and we're grateful to God for all the great things that he's going to be doing during that time yes Lord and leading up to Easter yes Lord today's Palm Sunday but uh, on Good Friday yes uh, this coming Friday we're going to have the virtual seven last word service uh, sponsored by my fraternity yes Kappa Alpha Psi yes uh, fraternity we got seven Kappa men who are going to bring a mighty word and that's Good Friday starting at 630 on Facebook live so look forward to that mark your calendars yes we are going to worship yes various choirs are going to be singing uh the kappa men uh uh my fraternity yes we're going to be preaching and sharing god's word uh on good friday so we're looking forward to celebrating and sharing that with you uh as we lead up to easter yes easter service and i thank god for easter yes uh a resurrection sunday the day that our lord and savior got up out of the grave defeating death and the grave yes lord declaring that he has all power hallelujah and because he got up guess what we gonna get up that's our Super Bowl y'all that's uh, uh, the greatest event in our in human history Easter Sunday yes Lord so we're looking forward to worshiping uh, it will be our second yes our second Sunday on site this year yes second Sunday on site so we thank God for that registration is taking place even now it's almost full so if you haven't registered I want to encourage you to register there's no cost to it we just want to know how many people are coming so that we can uh, use our crowd control to make sure that we're providing a safe environment for God's people to come and to hear his word. So we're excited. We're super excited about what God is doing and going to do. As a matter of fact, we'll have a little something special for the kiddos too on Resurrection Sunday. So that's next Sunday. Yes, next Sunday. But I just want to say happy Palm Sunday to each and every one of you as we go into the word of God today. And we look forward to seeing each of you on next week. And there is a word from heaven. Yes, that I would love to share with you. I'm coming from two separate passages of scripture of the same account. Hallelujah. Two separate passages of scripture of the same account today. Uh, I want to call your attention to Luke chapter 19 verses 29 through 40. That's our focus and our foundation. That's where we're going to lift our points from today. Luke 19 uh 
verses 29 through 40. So you can put your finger right there or be ready to go back there. Luke 19, verse 29 through 40. But I want to just lift up uh, Matthew's account of the same occurrence. Um, Matthew, Matthew 21, uh, verses 8 and 9. And that's what I want to read in your hearing as we prepare our hearts and minds uh, to hear what the Lord wants to say to his saints today. And I just want you to center yourselves. Yes, uh, uh, get ready to worship. We're not here for entertainment. We're here to be edified. We're here to be encouraged uh, to, uh, for exhortation to take place. Yes. And I just believe that as you prepare your heart for worship, uh, the spirit of the Lord will meet you where you are. Yes, he'll come into your home today and you will have an encounter with him. Hallelujah. Matthew chapter 21. Uh, verses 8 and 9. And if you have it, you ought to go on and type, I got it. Hallelujah. Amen. Matthew 21, verses 8 and 9. And the New King James translation of the Word of God reads, And a very great multitude spread their clothes on the road. Others cut down branches from the trees and spread them on the road. Then the multitudes who went before and those who followed cried out, saying, Hosanna! To the son of David, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. And today the Lord and I just want to minister from that key word right there from that ninth verse. We want to minister from the subject, Hosanna. Hallelujah. Hosanna. Amen. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we love you. We worship you. We adore you. We thank you for this day. We thank you for this privilege and pleasure of presenting your word to these, your people. Heavenly Father, we thank you for uh, this day that we celebrate. Hallelujah. That uh, uh, as we lead up to uh, that day that you hung, bled, and died on Calvary's cross uh, as the perfect sacrifice for our sins. We thank you, oh God. We thank you for everything that you've done and that you are doing. Now let your word go forth that every Everyone under the sound of my voice will have an authentic encounter with you. I'm going to say thank you now because you're faithful. Have your way. It's in the name of Jesus we do pray. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Hosanna. Hosanna was the word that began the most explosive seven days in all eternity. Yes, never would there be a week nor a word that was so profoundly impact every life in recorded history. Hosanna. It was Passover week. Yes, uh, this is uh, um, uh, Palm Sunday, what we know as Palm Sunday, which leads into what we call Passover week. It was Passover week in Jerusalem when nearly 2.5 million people were crowding the streets of the ancient city. All adult Jewish males were required to come to Jerusalem three times a year, uh, with Passover being one of those times. Uh, what a week for the presentation of our king. Yes, uh, the presentation of our king, because that was what was going on on this Passover. Yes, uh, that was what was going on. This was what we know as the Super Bowl of the Saints. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord, the biggest event. It was leading up to the biggest event on history when our Lord and our Savior hung, bled, and died on Calvary's cross. But somebody knows that's not how the story ends because on the third day, yes, my Lord and my Savior, he rose again. And those of us that believe in him, yes, because he got up, guess what? He paid the sacrifice of our sins. And when we believe that, yes, Lord, we will get up and we will reign with him too. So now these people, yes, they were preparing. Uh, they were getting ready for the presentation of our king. Hallelujah. This crowd, people from all over were coming uh, to come to celebrate 
Jesus, the king coming into the earth. Hallelujah. And this was a time, a special time. Yes, this was not a time for any more secret miracles. Uh, that time was over. Some of you remember when he first came in, uh, he would do a miracle and he say, don't tell nobody. Uh, for my time has not yet come. Hallelujah. Well, I want to let you know that time was over. Yes, Lord. Now it's time for his public presentation. Now is the time that he wanted the world to know that he is the son of God. Yes, Lord. He is the king. Uh, he is our Lord. He is our savior. And uh, the crowd was ready for him. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord, they were ready to celebrate and decree and declare that the king is here. And that's what we're talking about here in these uh, uh, verses right here in Luke chapter 19. Hallelujah. As we talk about what was going on on, on that Palm Sunday uh, as we got ready to prepare for our king. And the first thing I want to lift up is the preparation for our king. Uh, the first point is the preparation for our king. I'm in Luke 19 verses 29 through 36. Yes, the preparation for our king. Hallelujah. Uh, they took time to prepare. Amen. Whenever the king is coming to your presence, uh, some of you know you need to prepare. Uh, if you're going to meet the king or a dignitary, you don't just uh, do wear anything. I don't even know if that's where the uh, Easter uh, Sunday clothes uh, ritual started. Hallelujah. But you want to prepare for the king. As a matter of fact, as I was looking at uh, coming to America, hallelujah, I remember that they would prepare when King Jeffrey Joffrey came to America. Yes, Lord, they throw the rose petals out. They were preparing for the king. Hallelujah. And I believe King Jeffrey Joffrey got it from our king. Hallelujah. Because Jesus was, well, they prepared for him. They were preparing for him. As a matter of fact, Jesus told the two disciples, yes, to go and find a, a donkey. Yes, Lord, that had never been written, a baby coat. Hallelujah. And he told his disciples to go into a village. Hallelujah. And to find a coat. And he would be tied there. And he was telling them to loose it. Yeah, prepare for me. Yeah, loose it and bring it to me. And he said, if anybody has anything to say about you bringing that uh, a tiny donkey, yes, Lord, that coat to me. Tell them that the master has need of them. Yes, the master has need of thee. And the Bible said that the disciples, yes, Lord, these disciples that we don't know their name, hallelujah, they were able to serve in secret, hallelujah. It's a good thing to be able to serve in secret, uh, to be able to serve when nobody knows your name, hallelujah. You don't need a private parking spot. You don't need a plaque or anything. It's good to be able just to obey the command of Christ. And, and, and as they did that, the Bible says that they found the coat, yes, and he was there just as he said that he would. They were preparing for the king. And they brought it to Jesus. Yes. And they laid their coats. They preparing for him. Yes. They put their coats on the back of the of the donkey. Yes. The, the coat. And and Jesus sat upon it. And, and then he began his journey into Jerusalem. Yes. He began riding uh, the coat into Jerusalem. And as uh, not only these disciples were uh, that he had sent were preparing for him, but the disciples that had gathered in Jerusalem for the Passover, that two point five million people were there. They were preparing for him to because as Jesus rode through the jam streets yes Lord the mass of humanity through their cloaks yeah their coats on the way ahead of him yes uh fittingly such was a historical way of the that the population would become, uh, would welcome uh, their victorious king home from battle. Yes, Lord, they prepared for him. They they said, you know what? Our king is coming to town, y'all. Uh, uh, they put uh, uh, their coats down. And the Bible says, and Matthew uh, talks about how they even laid palm branches down. 
uh, to get ready for their king and they celebrated him. Hallelujah. They were taking off their cloaks. Uh, catch that. Hallelujah. And they were putting down palm branches. And the point I want to make today is that whenever the king is coming to properly prepare for the king. Yes, Lord, we need to take off something. Yes, uh, we need to take off something. As a matter of fact, he told Moses when he was calling him up higher. Yes, Lord. Uh, when he was telling him to go talk to King Pharaoh, he said, take off your shoes uh, for the ground that you're standing on is holy ground. We have to take off something as we prepare our hearts and minds to receive our king. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord, uh, to give and not to get. Hallelujah. So this crowd right here, this was not the fish and chips crowd. This is not the crowd that came uh, to give me another blessing. They were not looking for anything. They were come to lift up the king. Yeah, they were preparing their hearts. They said, he is the one. Uh, he is the one that has come to save us. Yes, Lord, to deliver us. And they were preparing for the king. Yes, they took off their clothes. They took off their palm branches and laid them down. Yes, Lord. And the question to consider today is what are you laying down as you prepare your heart and mind for Jesus? Yes, Lord. Uh, I just believe we ought to take off something. Yes, Lord. Some things that we used to do. I wish I had some help today. I don't do no more. Some things we used to say Yes, I don't do no more. Yes, Lord. Because the king yeah, has come upon the scene. Yes, Lord. And, and I just believe it's only right to take off something. And that's what they were doing. They were preparing for the king, this exuberant crowd uh, cut off branches along the trees uh, from the trees and, and threw them in front of the king and the donkey. Yes, Lord. They waved the branches high above their heads and they proclaim, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. Yes, Lord. These people are worshiping. They were declaring that everything that we have is yours. Yes, Lord. Everything you have, we have is yours, Jesus. Yes, Lord. And we don't mind laying it down as we prepare for our king. But not only the preparation for our king, I also want to talk about the praise of our king. Yes, uh, the praise of our king. Yes, Lord. Because the Bible says here in verses 37 and 38 of Luke 19, hallelujah, uh, they talked about the people. They were praising him. Hallelujah. These were worshipers. They declared that everything that we have is yours. Yes, Lord. Verse 37 says, and they then as uh, he was drawing near uh, the descent of the Mount of Olives, um, uh, the whole multitude began to rejoice. Yes. And praise God. Check this out with a loud voice. Verse 37. Uh, and all of his mighty works they had seen. Yes, Lord. Uh, they were praising him. Somebody knows what praise is. Praise is when you congratulate somebody for what they have done for you. Yes, Lord. Praise. And, and they did it with a loud voice. In other words, they opened their mouths. Uh, uh, they didn't have the right to remain silent. Yes, they, they opened their mouths and they declared, yes, Lord, we praise you. You are our king. Yes, they made it known. Uh, they were no closet Christians. Hallelujah. They made it known that you are our king. They praised him. They did it with a loud voice. They were rejoicing. They were thanking him for, catch this, for all the mighty works that they had seen. They had seen him cleanse the leprosy. They had seen him uh, give sight to the blind. And they had seen him raise the dead. Yes, Lord. And and now this crowd, they are become convinced. Yes, Lord. After all of the miracles, those that he did publicly and privately. Uh, uh, now, after all of that, they were excited. They knew, yes, this is the son of God. Because couldn't nobody do uh, things like you have done except uh, you be anointed by Christ. Hallelujah. And I thank God. I thank God that. Um, 
uh, for the opportunity to praise our king. As a matter of fact, Matthew uh, 21, 8, 9, they picked it up there and said the great multitude uh, spread their clothes on the road. And he goes on to say, and they went before him saying, cried out saying, Hosanna, yes, uh, the son of David. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. And Hosanna, uh, that word means uh, uh, God who saves us. Yes, Lord, yes. Uh, save us now. Yes, Hosanna, save us now. Yes, uh, they knew he was the king, yes, uh, and he's riding in, not like a normal king, hallelujah, not on a horse, but he came humble, yes, on a donkey, yes, Lord, on a baby coat that has never been ridden before, yes, Lord, but even the coat knew that he was king, because every knee must bow, every tongue must confess that he was king, and the people were there, and they were praising God, hallelujah, and they were worshiping him, hallelujah, uh, because praise, again, talks about what you have done, hallelujah, but worship is just praising him, uh, or just ex uh, expressing your gratitude for for who he is, yes. And somebody knows, yes, we thank God for all that he's done, yeah. We thank God for how he's healed us. We thank God for how he's kept us up. Even in the pandemic, we think that he's allowed us to prosper and protect us, even during the pandemic, hallelujah. We praise him for that. But, but if he doesn't do anything else, does anybody here ready to just give God glory anyway? Anybody saying, you know what, I'm gonna worship you just because of who you are, yes. The praise of our king, hallelujah. The praise of our king. And I'm wondering today, do I have any uh, praise and worshipers in the house. Hallelujah. Because believe it or not, when Jesus enters our life, yeah, when Jesus enters into our Jerusalem, yes, we must respond with a wholehearted obedience and genuine praise. Yes, we must enter into an experience of worship so dynamic, yes, that it causes us to sacrifice our comfort and our tradition. Yes, hallelujah. And I just believe that's why some people can't get a breakthrough because they're too cute. Hallelujah. But I thank God, hallelujah, for when, when I look back over the pages of my life and all the good things that God has done for me. Yes, Lord. Uh, I know some of you may have too many degrees. You may have a suit that's too nice. Hallelujah. But I want to let you know that every time I think about what God has done and where he's brought me from, I got to praise him. Hallelujah. I have to let him know. Yes, Lord. I, I thank him that his presence, uh, uh, the presence of Jesus has come into my life. And as a consequence, there's a genuine stir in my life. Yes, Lord. There's a genuine, uh, triumphant, exuberant praise that I have to give him. Hallelujah. And somebody else can look through the rearview mirror of your life. And as you look at all the blessings that he has done for you, how he's brought you, how he's taught you, how he's kept you, how he's protected you. And I don't know about you, but yes, Lord, you can praise him right there. Yes, you, you've gotten to the point you ain't got to come to the sanctuary. Yes, Lord. You can praise him right there in your living room. As a matter of fact, that's how you know you are a true praiser. Hallelujah. That you don't need an audience. You know, some people are performers. Yeah, they need a microphone or they need a crowd in order to praise Jesus. But, but if there's anybody here, yes, Lord, anybody in your house that can just think of the goodness of Jesus and all that he's done for you. Yes, Lord. You can go ahead and give him praise. Yeah, the praise of our king. Hallelujah. And I'm just wondering, do I have any praisers in the house today? Hallelujah. Can I just get anybody to type hallelujah? <laughs> Can I get anybody, if you can't spell it, yes, say thank you, Jesus. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Just give him praise right now. The praise of our king. Yes, Lord. The praise of our king. But not only do I want to talk about the praise of our king, I want to talk about the protest against our king. Lord have mercy. The protest uh, against our king. I'm in verse number 39 because Luke 39, Luke 19 and 39, the word of God says, and some of the Pharisees, Lord have mercy, called to him uh, from the crowd and said, teacher, rebuke your disciples. Have mercy. Let me say that again. And some of the Pharisees 
uh, called to him, called to Jesus from the crowd. And, and they cried out to him and said, teacher, rebuke your disciples. In other words, they were trying to tell Jesus uh, to tell the folk, uh, it don't take all that. Uh, to tell the people, they making too much noise. Uh, to tell the people, you know what, uh, we don't like to, the fact that they are praising you. And believe it or not, I've, I've learned, I've learned, I've learned, I've gotten to the point in, in my ministry and in my life that, that I've noticed there are two types of people in every crowd. Uh, you may have noticed this too. Yes, there are two types of people in every crowd. Uh, 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 they're re receivers and rejectors, uh, uh, receivers and rejectors. Uh, uh, not only that, they're also worshipers and watchers, uh, worshipers and watchers, uh, 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 people who will worship. Somebody knows worship is a participatory sport. Yes, Lord, it, it's, good. it's one thing to watch it, but it's something else to get involved in it. Hallelujah. There's, there's worshipers and watchers, people who have watched and seen God do great things. Hallelujah. But they won't open their mouths. Uh, uh, they won't express their greater gratitude and gratefulness to God. Yes, Lord. So receivers and rejectors, worshipers and washers, and then uh, the uh, other two sets of people can be broken down as praisers and protesters. Uh, praisers and protesters. Yes, Lord, the protest against our king. And somebody notices that every time there is a crowd, uh, I don't care what type of crowd it is, whether it's in Jerusalem, uh, if it's in churches, or, or even in the hearts of individuals. Yes, Lord, regardless of where the crowd, even if it's a crowd of one, do you understand there's always somebody uh, uh, ready to protest against our king? Uh, somebody that's always saying, you know, it does not take all of that. Somebody that's always complaining about what God is doing in the life of the believer. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Somebody who's always complaining against what God is doing in the life of the believer. Yes, Lord. Uh, when confronted with the kingship of Jesus, um, many people even hold back and refuse to change their style of worship. Uh, uh, I'm glad I'm at a church, hallelujah, that we don't mind worshiping God in spirit and in truth. I know we used to be somewhat traditional, hallelujah, and we used to have to wait and get slain before we move, but somebody knows that, you know what, we can give him a voluntary praise. Uh, uh, we can give him a premeditated praise, uh, that we can come into the Lord and say, you know what, I come to praise his name. Yes, Lord, I come today with my mind made up that I'm gonna give God glory for, for all the things that he's done for me. Hallelujah. But and I'm going to go ahead and express it. Hallelujah. In an exuberant way, in a loud way. I don't mind lifting my hand and my voice to tell somebody that God has been good to me. Has God been good to you today? Yes, Lord. Uh, uh, some of you, as you look through the rearview mirror of your life, yes, Lord, and you think about how God has done and how he's brought you out. Yes, Lord. But he, some of you understand that every time that God gets ready to take you to a new level, yes, that you run into a new devil. Yes, somebody missed their shout. Let me say that again, that every time God is taking you to a new level, uh, you run into a new devil. And it's the same scene that you see here as our king was coming into the crowd here. Uh, they were exalting him. 2.5 million people were calling his name out. I mean, here we have a group of people that are protesting against our king. Yes, Lord. Uh, they were saying, Jesus, uh, why don't you tell these people uh, to stop? Uh, and these people that were crying out, these are called Pharisees. Somebody shout Pharisees. Uh, as a matter of fact, if you had thrown your phone yet, you might go ahead and type Pharisees. Amen. Uh, Pharisees. Yes. Uh, these are the people that are known for watching 
the miracles of God, but never worshiping because of the miracles of God. These are the people that are always on the scene. They see the things that Jesus is doing in the lives of the believer. Hallelujah. But they never have, uh, never want to praise God for the things he's doing. They're always, instead of praising, they're always protesting against what Jesus is doing. As a matter of fact, they uh, would come and find fault for free for everything that God has done in the life of the believer. And as you look back over Jesus' earthly ministry, yes, Lord, uh, they would always find fault. Yes, the protesting against our king. Yes, every time he did something, yes, Lord, when he healed the man with the withered hand, hallelujah, they protested and said, you know what, you're not supposed to do that on the Sabbath, hallelujah. Uh, uh, when he told that man uh, uh, in Luke chapter 2, when his four friends brought him down and ripped the roof, ripped the roof off and let him hear him preach, hallelujah, and he declared, son, your sins are forgiven thee. Uh, the Pharisees, yes, uh, they got upset and said, you know what? Uh, only God has the power to heal, uh, to forgive sins. Uh, and Jesus even spoke to them in that same Luke chapter 2 in your Bible. Yes, Lord, and said, which is uh, more difficult to say, son, thy sins be forgiven thee or to say, son, pick up your bed and walk. I'm going somewhere. Yes, Lord. And he said, because of them, yes, because of the protest, uh, because of the Pharisees uh, uh, that were trying to stop what Jesus was doing. Guess what? God is a God of a throw in policy. Lord, have mercy. I feel like preaching and then shouting off my own preaching because guess what? Uh, because I'm, I don't think I'm the only one. Somebody knows what it feels and when God gets ready to do something great for you and the, pro, uh, the Pharisees start protesting against our king and as a consequence, just like this man in Luke chapter 2, uh, God told him, you know what? Take up your bed and walk. In other words, God is a God of a throw-in policy. He told him your sins be forgiven him first, but he told him, yes, guess what? Next thing is take up your bed and walk. And he went in paralyzed. Yes, Lord. He went in lame, but he came out leaping. Does anybody know that whenever your um, uh, Pharisees are protesting against what God is doing, they are just sending you up for your next blessing. Lord, have mercy. Uh, I don't know about you, but I don't get mad no more. Yes, Lord. I know somebody wants to give them a piece of their mind. Somebody wants to go ahead and cuss somebody out, but I won't let you know. Don't don't get mad when your when your Pharisees are protesting uh, because believe it or not, they're just setting you up for your next blessing. Yes, Lord. Somebody say it's a setup. Yes, uh, it is a setup. Yes, Lord. Uh, they may protest against our king, but as I take my seat today, I want to remind you of the proclamation from our king. Yes, the proclamation from our king. So although they were protesting, hey, amen, this is what Jesus proclaimed in verse number four. And he answered and said unto them, aren't you glad you got a God that'll answer? Yes, Lord. He answered and said unto them, here it is. I tell you that if these should keep silent, yes, Lord, uh, if these people don't praise, hallelujah, if they should hold their silence, guess what? The stones should immediately cry out. In other words, Jesus pro proclaimed, guess what? I am the son of God. Yes, I, I am the king. I'm the one that came down through 40 and two generations. Uh, I'm the one that left heaven and who I'm used to hearing people cry out my name all day long. Yes, Lord. And if these people won't proclaim me, yes, Lord, if you're protesting against them, guess what? I'm proclaiming this right here. Guess what? The rocks will cry out. And I'm just wondering today, hallelujah, do I have any praisers watching today? Hallelujah. Do I have any praisers? Uh, anybody that would decree and declare that there's no rock that has to cry out for me? Yes. When I think of the goodness of Jesus and all that he's done for me uh, because he stepped into my life, because he came from heaven to earth to hang, bleed, and die. Guess what? Guess what? Protest if you want. Yes, Lord. Criticize if you want. Guess what? My, my king has proclaimed. Guess what? If 
died on praise him, guess what? The rocks will cry out. And because of that, no rock has to cry out for me because I know for myself, yeah, what Jesus has done for me. And I don't have to look back down 10, 20 to 15 years ago. Hallelujah. I can just think about this week and how God has made a way out of no way. Yes, Lord. And when I think of the goodness of Jesus, yes, Lord, no rocks has to cry for me. I can cry out for myself. Does anybody know that God is good uh, and he is a way maker? And because he didn't mind coming from heaven to earth, hallelujah, because he didn't mind. Uh, doing what he has done uh, as a consequence every opportunity I get every chance I get I'm going to prepare my heart I'm going to prepare my mind so that I can worship him as a matter of fact as I get ready to take my seat today we talked about the preparation for for the king the preparation for our king yes Lord we we're here we're prepared we're looking forward to him coming this is Palm Sunday y'all Yes, this is that Sunday. Yes, Lord. When the people came into the streets of Jerusalem. Yes, Lord, because they knew that the king was coming. They knew that the savior of the world, they were preparing for him. They put down their their palm leaves. They put down their clothes. Hallelujah. Uh, they put down some stuff uh, to prepare. And again, the question to consider is what are you putting down? to prepare for our king the preparation for our king and now that he's here guess what the praise of our king hallelujah uh, i believe we ought to cry hosanna save us now that's what he came to do uh, he came to save humanity to hang bleed and die for the sins against sins of mankind uh, the praise of our king and even in the midst of, in the midst of the protest against our king because believe it or not again new level new devil uh, each time God gets ready to do something great there's gonna be some Pharisees uh, some folks that are gonna speak against uh, what our king is doing but somebody just shout they ain't stopping nothing yes <laughs> I know that's not correct English but sometimes you got to say it like you feel it yes Lord they're not stopping nothing uh, what God has purposed and planned in the earth God is gonna finish what he started hallelujah as a matter of fact yeah one of his seven last things from the cross was saying it is finished not I am finished but it is finished yes Lord so even in the midst of the protest against our king uh, remember the proclamation from our king uh, he says you know what if these people don't praise me the proclamation from our king yes if these people don't praise me hallelujah that the rocks will cry out hallelujah and I just believe today that I'm not the only one I believe today that somebody can look back over what God has done for you yes Lord and you're not a, a protester but you're a praiser today uh, you're not one that's just going to watch God do miracle after miracle after miracle of other people's lives. You're not just a watcher. You're a worshiper. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. You're not one that's going to uh, reject Christ, but you're one to receive Christ. And that brings me to the close today, uh, because the question to consider is now that the king has come. That's what this Holy Week is all about. Hallelujah. We can watch what he's done for everybody else. We can watch how everyone else worships him. We can watch how they proudly proclaim and praise him. Uh, but will you say, Hosanna? Uh, will you say, save us now? Uh, really the question to consider is, will you say, save me now? Because that's why Jesus came. He came from heaven to earth to do just this, uh, to hang, bleed, and die for the sins of mankind. And now that he has done his part, it's up to you now to do your part. So what are you going to say? Are you going to say, Hosanna? 
are you going to say, save me now? Or are you going to be like those Pharisees? Uh, are you going to worship? Uh, or are you just going to watch? Are you going to receive his death, burial, and resurrection uh, as the payment of your sins? Or are you just going to reject him? Hallelujah. Because the Bible says that, you know what? If you're ashamed of me before this cruel, mean, and adulterous generation, then I'll be ashamed of you before my father. And one thing I've noticed in this season right here, one thing I've noticed is that death is too certain. Hell is too hot. Eternity is too long. One thing I've noticed is that God is on his way back and he's sounding the trumpet louder than ever because he wants you to be saved. So if you're here today and you've heard this message, uh, prepare your heart, hallelujah, praise him. And even in the midst of protest, make the proclamation for yourself. Jesus, save me. Hosanna. Yes, Lord. Lord, save us now. Save me now. And if you want to be saved, I want to let you know that uh, we've made it easy during this COVID-19 season. Yes, Lord. Jesus has always said uh, he's never made it hard. He's done the hard part. He's done the heavy lifting. He died for us. Uh, hallelujah. Now it's up to us. If we want to receive him, uh, we can make it easy for you today. Hallelujah. You can just pray the sinner's prayer. And I'll just make it real short and simple today. Say, Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Forgive me of my sins. I'll make you my Savior and Lord. I believe you died for me. And because you died for me, I want to live for you. Thank you for saving me. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. And if you prayed that simple prayer, yes, yeah, simple prayer. It's not complicated. Yes, Lord. And if you missed it, guess what? You're on Facebook. You can rewind it and, and pray it. And, play it and pray it again but if you've prayed it for the first time if you believe that Jesus is the son of God that died for your sins hallelujah you can just text Jesus to the number that you receive on your screen and you can receive salvation today yes Lord if you receive salvation today you can text Jesus to that number and our team will reach out to you yes our team will reach out to you and respond and, and give you the next steps hallelujah you can get into a good Bible believing church whether you're in here in Murfreesboro Tennessee whether you want to be a part of our online church family or if you want to find a church family that's closer to you hallelujah yes lord we will help you usher you through those next steps hallelujah and then again if you're already saved but you want to become a part of the cedar grove church family uh, i want to let you know today that you can be, uh, just type family to the number that you see on the screen yes and be a part of the cedar grove church family yes we're the sweetest set of folks this side of heaven i know i'm a little biased yes but but we will love on you we'll welcome you we'll tutor teach and train you and help you be everything that god has promised and proclaimed claim for you to be. So if you want to be a part of the family, whether it's our online church family, we thank God for those that have joined during this season. Uh, uh, or if you want to be a part of uh, the on-site family, we're coming back next Sunday. Yes, Lord. Just type family to the screen. And again, our team will reach out to you and we just thank God for you. So the word of God, yes, for the people of God and the people of God did say, amen. May God bless you. May he forever keep you is our prayer.